Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I'm Eric Rosempa. I'm Brady Stuffel. And I'm Annie Larner. Hey everyone, how you doing? Gang's all here. It's good. Gang's it's nice. all here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's nice fall. It's, it falls good. Life's good. Yeah. Annie, how are things going? How are the household? How are the kids and the in school and everything? Getting excited yeah. about Halloween? Oh my gosh, they're so excited for Halloween. My son's asking me every day when it is. Is it here yet? He finally mm-hmm. got his costume. We did uh, what my friend calls the Halloween easy button costume, where you just go and you push a button and the Halloween costume shows up on your doorstep a few days later because I am not the mom this year who is going to make and craft together Halloween costumes. Now, do you so, normally craft and make a costume? Well, I think that I think like a somewhat homemade, like go to the thrift store, grab the things. you. For oh. example, here's what here's my original vision. Minion, oh, yeah. right? The five-year-old wanted to be a minion which he changed a million times, but at first you're going to be a minion. And so that's kind of a fun one. Like you get the overalls, you go to the thrift store, get the yellow shirt, the overalls, but then you order the goggles, right? I'm yeah. not going to yeah. make the goggles. So it's like a combination rather than just like the whole thing just shows up. But then he kind of changed his mind and decided to be Spider-Man. I don't understand why we've never watched Spider-Man. I don't even know that he like knows what Spider-Man is. He just has this idea. Well, it's that not the like, love. It's a dude in a red suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, and he, and he's like kind of sensory, like sensitive or whatever. So we weren't sure about this whole mask over the face. I tell you what, this thing arrived yesterday and like, I can't get him out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, really in, like in canon, uh, Spider-Man wears the mask and he's got like the the, the closed down eyes because the, the world's too much. He says it slows down the input or like dims things. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. It's a good point, honestly. Like he, he put it on this morning and then he like picked up his toast and tried to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it didn't go through the mask. Don't <laughs> let him go swimming while wearing it. I watched some yeah. guy in a in a Spider-Man <laughs> suit like basically waterboard himself, the poor yeah. guy. He like oh. jumped in and then there's water in it. He's like... You know, everybody's like, oh, ha, ha. And it's like, oh, no, he's he's like really not doing well. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one wanted to be Steve from Minecraft. And if you Minecraft out there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But the rest yeah. of us are like, what? Who's Steve? Are you serious? Steve? Like, But it's really there's a character. Named Steve. Play named oh, okay. Steve. And everybody knows who he is. And it was like, no, be Steve. And I was like, that's not Steve. Seriously. Uh, so I go, I'm like, Steve Halloween costume. Boom. Up pops like all these. Oh. Steve. Like, it's a thing. You could order the steve halloween costume not even so like obscure like target you know and get it and it's like oh okay you know because i was gonna put that together too because just like blocks like just use some cards. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay yeah. i see so, i know exactly perfect. what you're talking about and no this year yeah it's, it's basically a head that's a cube with pixel eyes yeah. and like a bright yeah, yeah. teal shirt and blue literally hands. there's no artistic like no nah, there's nothing to that it's, it's got all. some like really sweet 80s shoulder pad <laughs> yeah. style arms that's kind of so. Ball. Question for both of you: Like, is the ghost like is a ghost just a lame costume that a teenager or kind of preteen uses to go out and get candy before <laughs> yes, they're kind of done totally. trick or treating, mm-hmm. or is that a thing that like a four year old would wear, or is it just the teenager? I, why not both? Things? You know, I'm just curious. No, I'm just wondering. I mean, my exclusive. experience lately has been like there are no ghosts like in elementary school unless they want to be like some sort of weird ghoul thing. I think but it's the, the, the realm, the, the typical Charlie Brown, put the sheet over your head. And right. you know, since the two you were trick or treating and since even I was trick or treating, I think costume technology has seriously progressed and expectations <laughs> have changed. Yeah. I had a, um, a sandwich board B costume at one point and it was just like, <laughs> I hated it. So it, was, I like that it, it was the worst. Just like Annie, your, th- your thoughts about the ghost. Is it, is it, is it post elementary school? Is it I, I've not seen a ghost in all my years of, yeah, 
really. It's not really. I, I the costumes that I like are just ones that scare the pants off of kids. <laughs> I wear a lumberjack outfit and like had my splitting mall one time, <laughs> like the big, and I just would like answer the door and be like, "What?" <laughs> uh, yeah, you're the neighbor funny. I didn't like growing up, so no, yeah. we we. I don't care. Have, I'm not doing have, it for you. Like I'm I doing know. it for me. <laughs> we have fun Halloween over here, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know. I wanted to get a plague doctor, yeah. like a really elaborate plague doctor mask and suit, like the whole. The whole get up with the long beak, like that whole thing. That would have been great in COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I wanted to go to COVID, but it's like, oh, wow, this is really expensive for a good one. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll just like turn the lights off and watch a movie. Yeah. I think the, the most popular Halloween costumes you'll see this year is the Minions and Hocus Pocus. I think you'll see a lot of that. Oh, well, Hocus Pocus is back. That's right. Yep. Yep. I've yeah. Going around. So, yeah, we'll see. Got lots of Halloween plans that. Speaking of which, we got the Halloween parade here in Longmont on Saturday. Mm, we I sure do. That's pretty more cool. Creative name Since or we something. We are pre- parade can, uh, people. Bring your kiddos down, and they can be in the parade. The parade is kids, and I don't know who comes and looks at them, but some people do. And you march down the middle of Main Street with the kids. Almost all of them have parents. I mean. Yeah, come on. Like that's usually the way it works. I don't know. Like, go ahead, have fun. <laughs> well, there's a lame ghost. You know who that is? It's a teenager, right? Like, yeah, you know, exactly. it's a lame. Ghost. Is it insulated quilt if it's too cold? Just yeah. Like, uh. yeah. Well, that's always fun. I mean, we used to do that with our kids, and you go around and shop to shop and get some get some cool stuff, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, what is it? Last weekend, didn't they have what was it, the haunt mont or something like that? And, oh, really? Yeah, okay. so they haunt haunt the Mont is what it was, and so oh, like yeah. we went to Longs Peak Pub, and there was this whole gaggle outside. We figure, what is this like a three hour wait or something like that? No, they were just like they had a coupon. They distributed a coupon where oh, people could get a free beer and just yeah. hang out there. I had so, a friend yeah. that did that. You dressed yeah. up and went bar hopping, kind yeah. of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a friend. That yeah, did so that. we'd fun. started out at Bootstrap, so we were kind of like there was nobody there. I mean, there were some scary people, but I don't think they were wearing costumes. Um, but it wasn't the costume no, that yeah, it that wasn't, yeah, to the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but there was nobody wearing a costume at bootstrap. And then we went over to Long's Peak pub and it was like, yeah, it was like a mosh pit of people. So, but inside it was totally fine. It's like everybody was outside just drinking beer. <laughs> so we like, we left the house last week. Oh my gosh. Wow. Did you alert the media? Are you okay? Yeah. Well, I am. This okay? is the media. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. 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 We went to La Vida Bella. Oh, nice. nice. How was yeah. that? Uh, actually, it was really good. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know, what kind of mood are you? You want something nice? You want, you know, good something trashy? You know, like, what are we, what are we in for? Are we getting five guys. We're we going to sugar beet. Trashy. What's trashy? Well, what like is that? cheeseburgers. Like, you know, oh, like, what are you going to, you know, like. I was thinking you're going to play fish, the fish game at the creepy arcade. Or yeah, the fish <laughs> game. No, so we're out. We're like, oh, let's go to the grocery store. And then it's like, oh, you know what? Actually, let's go up and get some tacos from Hefe's. And we went to, pulled up. And it's like, well, how long is it going to be? They're like an hour. And it's like, okay, see you later. I ain't staying. Oh my gosh, so and long. so we drove up and it's like, well, we've never eaten at La Vida Bella. Yeah. And it's like, let's try it out. And um, I, you know, I had said like, if you want to, you know, you still get your work clothes on or whatever, we can go to Sugar Beet, whatever. We, didn't, we never go out to eat. Like you can drop a couple extra bucks. But I think we spent probably as much at La Vida Bella as we would have at Sugar Beet. And Absolutely. you wouldn't have had to, no. but um, I got the gnocchi. Um, which was quite good with nice. ragu, but because it was one of the only gluten-free things on the menu. Did you say the gnocchi? Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Yeah. Sound a little bit like gnocchi. I used to have gnocchi. a friend who used to pronounce it nachi, and I thought, <laughs> nachi. It's not nachi. So I got some, 
uh, Nachi Ragut. Yeah. And um, it was really good. Like, I enjoyed it. But it was not cheap. And we got, you know, I got a couple glasses of wine and whatever. And, you know, you walked out of there going, okay. But it was a nice experience. I think we were probably on the younger side. Of who was there? Yeah, I feel like it's, it's on par with the, the sugar beet crowd, though. Yeah, I would say it's nice. It's on Main Street. I like going to Main Street. Sugar beet's yeah. like a nice enough place. It is in sort of a weird spot. So then, but. convince convince Sandy why we should go there because they keep saying we should probably try it. So she convince tried. Sandy why we should try it. I don't know, man. Like what's she good there? I haven't tried it that. Right the, there. I know, right, the, right there. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, just really timid about it. The nachi, whatever the nachi. The nachi, yeah. Yeah, the nachi's good. The wine was good. I mean, again, it was it was definitely sugar beet prices, so the drinks were a bit more yeah. expensive. Yeah, nice yeah. atmosphere. Kind of, it was quiet. You know, like you go into. Um, that's one of the things for me is I don't like going into places that have music where I got to yell at the person across because uh-huh. usually I can be heard, but I don't hear. I project, and the people that I usually hang out with are quieter souls, and so then it's me blasting this whole thing that I've got going on. But you know what, Annie, that would be a beneficial if you went to a place with live music with Brady, because then he wouldn't seem so loud. Yeah, <laughs> it would help. Yeah. It does. Yeah, everybody in the restaurant heard what Brady had to say that night. But it's, <laughs> uh, it's nice. It was chill. Like I liked it. It was a good atmosphere. But yeah. it's like, it's more than I would go to on a weekly basis. That's for sure. But so like, the nice. I liked it. big question though, would you go back? Yeah, I'd go back. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I yeah. you know, you'd know that you're spending yeah. A few bucks before yeah. you go, at least. But do you think it rises to the level of like, hey, it's your anniversary or whatever, or birthday or special event? Do you think it kind of like rivals that, or is there? Yeah, I, I feel like, like um, Sugar Beet has more of a special event kind of vibe, and it's yeah. like there's not very many restaurants in town that sort of strike mm-hmm. that um, that tone. But I thought it was just a really nice place. We wound up sitting at the bar. What I did think was funny is like, oh hey, we'd like to eat. And they're like, do you have a reservation? And I'm looking around going, why would I need one? And they're like, we have a big reservation or a series of reservations at like seven. And it's like, that's like 45 or 50 minutes from now. Like we can, like, if I know that I got to clear out, I can clear out. And they're like, do you mind sitting at the bar? And it's like. And nobody's like out in there. I'm like, sure. Yeah. Okay. Like the, there's three tables over here that are full. Like all of these are empty. We can sit out on the street, which if it yeah. wasn't Main Street and all yeah, of the, yeah. the things that I grouse out with noise, but we had gotten brapped out of conversation like three times just walking from the car to there. It's like, no, nah, I don't want to be out there. So we sat at the bar and it was still nice and the bartender was good and we got decent food and whatever. So if I was going to sit at the bar, I don't know that I'd get dressed up, you know, and like go sit at the bar. But if I had a reservation, I think I'd go. Yeah. So uh, that's the the telling sign then. At about seven o'clock, did it totally fill up with a bunch of people who? There were a bunch of people that showed okay. up, but it's cool. like as we're like signing the check, yeah. like people are filtering. Like I could have laughed. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was a nice experience. I mean, it was one of those where somebody at the bar would would speak to you, but they're not like, oh hey, I'm gonna lock you into conversation. Everybody was very tactful. It was a very tactful group. So um, it was nice. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it. It was nice to go out and do something a little different. Because usually it is cheeseburgers or like tacos. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we get. So, uh, yeah. I finally went over to the new wine bar this week. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I saw it? it was open. It oh, my gosh. Good. It is lovely in there. Nice. They did a great job. It's like nice. not too small, not too big. I feel like he's the guy that's running it whose name I'm forgetting at the moment now. He's a longtime Longmont resident. He and his wife are doing it. And they... He just, I was like, are you a Psalm? You know, are you, I want to see how, and he's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. I basically just buy and serve the wine that I like. And I know what I think is good and what other people like, and that kind of works. And so he, so he's just trying to really do it his own way, but I feel like he's, uh, 
striking the right chord in there. It was really nice. I liked it a lot. That but sounds like the kind of venue you could convince everybody to go to in this that, group. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like, he was trying to specifically, I was like, well, you know, we've missed been 47 and not that he was like throwing too much shade, but I think he was wanting to do it a different way. A little bit more casual. Yeah. Well, and I think not that, as, that, not as you know, high. like yeah. the, in, in Longmont. It didn't feel stuffy in there at all. Good. Right. In Longmont, we have, like we were just saying, we have roughly two restaurants that are like sugar beady, right? Where it's like sort of anniversary-ish. Right, and right, if right, you've right. been to one, you don't necessarily need to go every year. But like, if you're going to be serving wine in a beer town, I think you do have to strike the right chord. Right. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. I mean, I think the and just in general, like. Yeah, Eric's I like, I don't know. No, I, I just, you know, I kind of bristle sometimes when I hear that because I think people always think, well, you know, I've heard this from developers before. Well, Longmont just doesn't have the money to support this. And I'm like, you know, we do. Well, we I can say do. that like. And it's not, it's not what it is, is like, you know, maybe your place just stinks. You know, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bang, bang, shots Urban, fired. Yeah. Urban Field is a very expensive pizza. It's pizza. It's like a bunch yeah, of bread. It is. I think it's very yeah. pricey, but they are just doing it right, and they're full they're. every night. Like, mm-hmm. they're And you feel good about fun. going there because you're like, yeah, this is cool, kind of the in-crowd yeah. kind of thing, mm-hmm. and this is good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if it's done right, I think people – I mean, you look at Sugar Beet. You look at the price points of Sugar Beet. It's not – you know, it's not four ninety nine. Oh, it's you know, hard. So. No, four ninety nine. No, Martini but – Yeah, Mark, I haven't been – I don't even think since Martini's – Yeah. Reading. Yeah, Martini's uh, Bistro is the same. The, to yeah. remind the listeners, we're talking about Cooper Wine Bar, which is yep. at the Roosevelt Park, where um, now nestled between Sweet Cow and Long's Peak Pub. Mm-hmm. And it is relatively new, and it looks like Oldfield. Oldfield? I will say Oldfield, like, Julie uh, and Doug? Oh, are the okay, people? yeah, yeah, Doug. Yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. you're talking like Longmont, like restaurants and stuff, um, oh man, now I lost my train of thought. I thought I'd get it again. Well, he said that he's been planning the restaurant for like two and a half years and he got the whole thing like up and running pretty quickly. His background is like tech engineering. So he's kind of a planner, but he just like loves wine. But he was very, very friendly and seemed like this was like what he was meant to do. I know what I was going to say. Like if you're going to go in and pay whatever it is for a glass of wine and you've already got like Westside Tavern or Urban Field or even the Roost. I mean, none of those drinks are cheap. And if you're going in for a glass of wine that's about the same price, maybe a dollar or two more, if you're getting something that's kind of interesting, yeah. then I don't know. I, you know, if the price point doesn't, if the people around here like it, then I, I don't think the price point, the price point's gotten crazy since, you know, five and years. for me, I think the careful balance is, is like, I don't want to be lectured. So I just want to go and have wine. I mean, that's the difference. I think that's why wine bars fail. Yeah, I, gotta, I, like, I don't come here. Excuse me, Brady, just a minute. <laughs> I don't come here for like a lecture. I don't go to the beer places and go, oh, please lecture me about yeah. IPAs. And so Tell me about which hops you use. That's yeah. why, it's, you know, if it works, were they intrusive? Were they, did they let you be with your wine? Oh, yeah, no. And, like okay, I'm saying, cool. he was super chill. He's like, I just like to kind of, this is what I like. And also, yeah. he was very relaxed about it. Very and the cool. wine was really good that yeah. I had. It's awesome. the, before it was Bin 47, it was a different place, right? Bin 46. Born Bin 46. 46. Yeah, Wasn't it, was it a different else. name before that? Yeah, it was. Before, yeah. okay, so the, the first I think maybe it was the same name and they just I had that new was owners. Bin 46 I and then yeah. they kind of like, they cut off half of it. I thought that they yeah. changed the name. And in early days when that location opened up and it was a wine bar. I literally never went. Um, I did. That was nice. I don't know, whatever. Um, my, my friends went and we all sort of came up together. Like we, we were in Kansas together and we, we moved here together and like. Whatever. So they they went and they're like, he's a nice Danish guy and she's from Hawaii. And they're just sort of a, there's a very unassuming couple, very sweet. And they went and they were getting lectured to by the guy. And he goes, 
Yeah, so this one tastes of oak and like horse urine. <laughs> oh, well, there, there you go. Sign me up. He goes, no, no. don't you mean horse wet? And then he goes, no, no, it's horse urine. And so I very much understand where you're coming from about being like talked down to by yeah. people in a wine yeah. bar. It's like, do you have any idea what you're talking about? <laughs> Horse urine. He was well, laughing me, his head off telling me this story. Yeah, for me, the problem too was is they tried to upsell you on stuff. And so for me, it's like, you know, I just want to go in and have a glass of wine. If yeah. I think it's good, and if or maybe if I have questions, you know, answer the questions. But you know, I don't go to I didn't go to bootstrap and say, Hey, I'll have a 1956. And they're going, Yeah, you really want that? You know, you no, know, what's really to, better, you know what right? Really we want, we just opened you know. a bottle of yeah. <laughs> Chateau Neuf du Pop. <laughs> yeah. I 100% get it, and it's yeah. like yeah. What I want out of a bar experience is different than most people, I think, or a lot of people, because a lot of the bar experiences are the thing that I don't want. And it, I like that you go in and it's just quiet, have a drink, talk to whoever you're with, and that's that's kind of the end of it. I don't. So Annie, so Annie, describe the experience a little bit more. Like you felt like it was too. You felt like it was nice and cozy. Um. And... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was kind of. I was there for a private event, so it probably wasn't the most like normal ah. experience. But it was. But nevertheless, it was. It was just like. They did a really good job with the build out. It, it's kind of open, and, but it's not too like big. I felt like I would just go in there and get a glass of wine. And they had like a charcuterie board out like on the bar. And nice. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't describe it too much more than that. I would say. And it looks like they're having a Halloween party this this October 29th. So, okay. This they're, weekend. And they're slammed. Yeah. They've been so busy. It's It's awesome. Very cool. And they do have some food, it looks like. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean they've got quite a few things. I mean they have flights, they have, and what I love is they have different. They have port, so hey, life's good, mm-hmm. um, and lots of food menus. I mean, nice. not anything extravagant, of course. You know, you're looking at basically nashi foods, you know, like charcuterie and other things, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what you want, just something to nibble on while you, yeah, Frenchy. Um, yeah, so check it out. Uh, one more piece of restaurant news, which is Tiffin's, I hear, is finally opening November 1st. Yay, cool. They awesome. kind of got through their like last inspection, I think, or big one a couple days ago, and they're supposed to be opening November 1st. They're hopeful. Nice. I would nice. like, I, I hope that I can ask them about gluten free options and they can answer because a lot of times, yeah, yeah I, I think they should be able to. Indian yeah. Restaurants and yeah, this is uh, by the way, the Indian restaurant Tiffin. Tiffin Indian food, I guess. And this mm-hmm. is their second location. They're going to be at Village at the Peaks right there off of that turf kind of courtyard area. Right next and to they Ozo. Have first location in um, Boulder. And this is a, their second location and very popular in Boulder, known for just good, clean Indian food. Good, clean fun. Good, clean Indian food. That sounds kind of odd. Yeah. <laughs> well, clean. clean. Like clean on the belly. <laughs> Clean on the belly. Okay, whatever. So right next to Ozo Coffee, and then across from the empty next door, which I wonder if somebody's actually going to do anything with that ever, but we'll see. Um, Crumble Cookies is open too, of course, and we've talked about that. And I also want to reiterate, Cooper Wine Bar is 600 Longspeak Avenue, Unit H. So it's next to Sweet Cow. So um, locations. I do want to let you all know we did receive a listener mail. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Is this a good one or does this uh hey dummies? It's it's more like a hey dummies thing. Okay. So uh <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. It kind of made me laugh. It's a little snarky. So it's a show subject like food hall. Uh, and 
Hey Dummies, it's been planned for over two years. And then, of course, sends a link like about the Limont Times call you know, reported on two years ago, which I have to say, I think Annie said that. So, listener snark, you know yeah. who you are. We'll take that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I think, Annie, you said it's been in the works for a long time. I just it's been in the works for a long yeah. time. The, the piece, the bit of news is that they finally have an operator coming who's going to do it. They've been yeah. marketing to get a food hall and to get an operator to do it, but it hasn't worked. And obviously, yeah. they've been doing it for a long time. And we know people who were about to do it before COVID and then deals fell apart. So I guess the piece of news to reiterate is that the deal is about to be inked. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Actual news. Yeah. But, uh, you heard it here last. Sir. Thank you for paying close attention, and we appreciate that. Stay on top of it. Send us, yeah. send us yeah. whatever. Send, you, send, send your vitriol. We, we may or may not read it. I don't know. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> hey, uh, fall, leaf, got... fall Leaf Collection's coming. <laughs> you guys, you have to what? Oh, yeah. wow. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. North of 9th that. Avenue, October 31st to November 4th. South of 9th Avenue, November 7th to 11th. Get a raking. Beautiful. <laughs> I don't give people, I don't give people, I like when I left my parents' home, I refused. I said, I will never bag leaves ever again. Mm-hmm. And I haven't. I just, you know, mow them down and then throw them in my garden. So again, I'm fortunate that I have a garden. I can throw them in. So yeah. The only problem is then in the spring, you have to like dethatch. Although we don't even do that. We just like mow them down and let them fall into the grass. Oh, I do a lot of thatching. I like a nice yard and I know the water issues and I want to figure out how to get rid of it. But God, with two dogs peeing all over it all winter. Speaking it's of so much uh, work. Speaking it's water just issues, thatch. there was a news bit that came out this uh, last week about this Colorado Big Thompson. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're mm-hmm. uh, they're reducing the shares by ten percent in Colorado mm-hmm. Big Thompson. So they're trying to raise not just raise awareness, but also really respond to the like conservation needs. Yeah, our, the these reservoirs are really low with the CBT, um, the Colorado Big Thompson shares. That's where we get a lot of our supplemental, I guess, residential and agricultural water here in the northern Colorado area. But anyway, one share is like worth 50 percent and they're reducing that to one share being worth, uh, sorry, 50 percent of an acre foot. So about 0.5 acre feet. And one share now will be worth about 0.4 acre feet. They just kind of changed that quota. So it's kind of a big deal in water news. And it just means, you know, less water for the same amount of money, a.k.a. more expensive. 0.5 to 0.4 is bigger than 10%, right? 20%? 0.5 to 0.4. That would be 20%. 20%. Yeah, it'd be more more water. Not less? 1 to 0.9 would be 10%. You're, You're talking about double... No, what I'm saying is that if you get if you have one share of CBT and that gets you 0.5 of an acre foot, and and then that one share now instead equals 0.5 of an acre foot, but now it equals 0.4 of an acre foot. That's uh-huh. a reduction. Oh, okay. So you're reducing the uh, allocated share. The allocated you know, this is great. This is welcome to water law with yeah. Annie I mean, and Brady. <laughs> but it's interesting because up it's next just, week, tree law CBT is like a, an and bird law. An important watershed for us. It is, yeah, it really is. You're not <laughs> wrong. I mean, we can poke fun, but it is no, one of the more serious issues about living here is like, what are we going to do for water for? Yeah, forever. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it is. It is actually uh, okay. Yeah. Well, like I have something less grim, which is that a listener also wrote in, and yeah. uh, I wanted to res- in response to the coffee comments about Dunkin' Donuts. And this is listener Nick, and he wrote and said his unsolicited coffee value to price optimization is to buy an automatic roaster, which I think Eric probably can weigh in on, for $200 
and then buy green beans for five to seven dollars a pound. And you French them first, or do you just? Pounds. And then you can set it and forget it, and you end up with like eighteen dollar per twelve ounce quality coffee beans for five to seven dollar quality or price of coffee beans. And he went ahead and roasted a little sample for for me, which I have right here, guys. Nice. There you go. I just picked this yeah. up. It's still off gassing. He says. Yeah, you gotta wait a week or whatever. Yeah. But it's yeah, you gotta wait a week. It smells pretty fresh. It was like a little gassy, a little grassy still. I don't know what green beans. Smell like they smell so, grassy. Uh, yeah, they smell yeah. kind of herby. They don't taste so, very yeah. good oh, either. Okay. I'll tell you that. No, yeah, they don't. Green beans don't. So, yeah. he, so he kind of like gave some big suggestions on what to do. So Eric, don't you roast your beans? Is that what you do? I do. Um, so I, I first of all, I have to ask you how you have a secret email because it, it, it. So it, yeah, listener Nick writing in, he writing to Annie. He, so he, let's just say that Annie it's, it's Annie's friend well, writing to her. No, he wrote it was an informal channel, but he said this was in response to side dish. So okay. I'm just giving you a, giving you a hard time. Nobody's um, written me an email on the side. I'll tell you that. That's right. It's yeah. this uh, yeah, mediocre old mug's not getting any yes. attention. I'm Back doing channel. air quotes, everyone. Um, no, uh, yeah, I do roast my own beans. Uh, I would love to know where listener Nick gets his beans. Actually, oh, I've been really loyal. From, and he wrote here, "Sweet Maria. Maria's." Yeah, and I like. I, what was his price point again? He was saying he said five to seven dollars a pound. Yeah, per, that's about right. Yeah. Per, yeah. Wait, no, maybe per twelve ounces. No, five to seven dollars a pound in quantities of fifteen pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeedy. Yeah. No, I love Sweet Maria's. I've been going there for a long time. So I thought you said a little lower price point. Yeah, I um for for I would say for safety reasons. I will tell people, like, if you're going to roast your own coffee, you probably want to be pretty attentive. You shouldn't really walk away. I have to tell you, uh, my roaster caught on fire one time. Oh, no. So, yeah, you got to be really. So, what it is is the chaff comes off the beans. You know, the skin, the layer comes off, and then sometimes it might clog, and then it might catch on fire. So, that's why on every roaster, they always say, stay close, you know, don't run away. Mm -hmm. Depends what kind of roaster it is. So, whether it's a, this one is a. An axis roaster, so the the chaff kind of comes off and blows away, supposedly, but sometimes it can get clogged. So you just have to be a little attentive to it. But yeah, um, I love it. So it's really cool. Fluid bed air roaster is what he sent me. Yeah, Whatever I have no is. idea. So all right. Well, yeah. I'm thinking about investing, Eric. I like this idea. Hey, this is cool. So you can start out with an air popper. I have an air popper if you want to try it at right, home. Right, yeah. right. You mentioned yeah. that too. The only thing is then you do it like in your house or can you no, you can, but it'll be really smoky and you'll set off all your smoke alarms. So yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Does your house okay? So where do you do it in your garage? Yeah. Outside? Yeah. And if I'm really lazy, if it's really, really cold and I don't want to walk out of the garage, I will put it on the front porch. Mm-hmm. And then I open the window screen and just look, you know, and just keep an eye on it. Because, you know, if it's like sub-zero and I don't want to go outside in the garage, that's what I'll do. Um, okay. But, All yeah, right. you should do it. It's really, I mean, I encourage everybody to do it. It's really easy to do, as listener yeah. Nick points out. All right. Well, I can't wait to try this. We'll see. Yeah. Very cool. Rwanda. And it just depends what kind of coffee. I mean, for me, the the profile of the coffee is probably the greatest thing. Just be, make sure. I mean, I'm more of a balanced kind of chocolate flavor and Brady and you and I've talked about this and mm-hmm. I'm not a, so like the, all the young and hipsters love tea profile coffees, which I'm not really into. I don't love the tea. If I mean, if I want tea, I'll just drink tea, but um, I drink a lot of tea. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> okay. just me. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
What other news, wonderful tidbits do we have around? I, do I have this like huge yeah, list that some some guy C Gray for on uh, the Boulder subreddit uh, put together about what has come and gone from uh, Pearl Street, and it's like it's very comprehensive, and I'm not really sure what's the most interesting, but there's been a lot of changes down there, and I it's not really our you know we don't really get into it much, but people are saying Bra Street 1010 is now Bra Street 1010, yay! Um, Scratch Labs is apparently coming, which is pretty cool. That's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. And like, he's just got a whole list. Go check it out. Look for, I don't know, yeah, running so, list of openings, closings. It's just it like too many so different. About. Yeah, I was yeah. when I was walking down Pearl Street last week. I had a meeting down there. It was just like, yeah, I think Annie mentioned this. You know, the old Chicago's no more down there. It's just so weird. It's just gone. I mean, there's another building there. It's just really weird. So yeah, yeah. it's funny. I saw the other day actually that the Google Street View is still shows old Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Archive. Yeah, I wonder what happens. Speaking of old Chicago, I wonder what's going on with ours. It just seems to kind of have know, stalled kind a little bit. Yeah. My guess is there's more inside stuff going on that we don't see. Yeah. So that yeah. is the conversion to the East Moon slash Kenny's yeah. Pub, I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah, stuff is just lasting. Red Butter Books and L'Atelier is soon to be demolished for more retail. Ooh, interesting. The How much retail now, do you need? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. You don't own my house. So um, I've got a piece of Longmont news, just a little buzz, but um, this is kind of in my neck of the woods. The part of Longmont Church, it's a Methodist church over there on 11th and Emory Mm -hmm. across from the athletic field park. They have a a parking lot and Mm -hmm. uh, that's often not always full and even on Sundays, not as much. So they are going to be subdividing that and, um, gifting the deed to the in-between and then it's going to build yeah. these micro homes or mini homes as they kind of are called. Yeah. And you can see an example of these over off of near Francis and ninth kind of um, by the high school. There's yeah. UC church. Yeah. Yeah. Who has some, yeah. like, I think maybe four or six of them or something like that. They look really similar and they're like on foundation. They're just these really small efficiency homes. And um, the in-between will be managing that whole project and building them and participation with the city and stuff. And um, the idea is to, you know, favor families like who are housing insecure and and whatnot and um, provide housing for them. And there can be 12, 12 homes back there. Oh, that's really cool. No, that's great. I mean, a lot of these big churches, you know, once big churches, the big congregations have these huge parking lots. So, right. Just so yeah. big. They used to be, and I know that Calvary up there on 21st and Gay, they have that huge field yeah. that belongs yeah. to the church. And I think they have plans to do some affordable housing stuff with that as just well. Just for it works. people can buy, or is this like a place that you, you stay for a while and then save up? And uh, well, the in-between probably would not be for purchase. I think the in-between is like, by definition, usually transitional housing to get, but I don't exactly know how they're setting that up. Yeah. But I think it's like a deed where they can, they can run it. And if for some reason the project fails, the deed would go back to the church. So they oh, can okay. just sell it off to a developer or something. So it's really just for this project. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It is really cool. No, that's awesome. Any? Do you have any news on Earth Scoop on when that's going to happen? Um, they are breaking ground next year. Yeah. So okay. it's cool. still pretty far out there in the planning phase, but they've kind of gotten through most of the hoops at this point, and they've started informing the neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, kind of pivoting to an event, um, I do want to give a shout out to Jennifer over at Bricks Retail. They're soliciting vendors for their Miracle on 4th local gift mart. 
Um, that is November 13th on a Sunday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. But right now they're looking for vendors. So uh, what's included with your fee? It's 75 bucks and you do a 10 by 10 space. You get some free parking, Wi-Fi and marketing. Um, they're looking for Colorado companies, crafters, artisans and makers. Nice. Yeah. So deadline to apply. Yeah. Whoops. I missed the deadline to apply. But anyway, uh, <laughs> if you're interested, I'm sure she might be able to squeeze you in. But Definitely attend, though, if you are yeah. not, because it's a really yeah. good little pre-Christmas shopping event. Exactly. I'm always, you know, I'm always quick with the news here. You want to make sure I'm <laughs> way behind. You're right, right last. <laughs> Dead on. I got this comment I can read about. Yeah, go the, for it. It's like the whole... Well, right. no, maybe not the whole swearing one that you were reading. No, not the, the ranty yeah. one. This yeah. one's a little spicy. How the hell are there so many cars driving around town without license plates? <laughs> Seriously, how have they not been pulled over? Where is LPD on this? It's, it's straight into a little Seinfeld there. Um, JPO Ironside, thanks very much. 15 upvotes. That's pretty good for the Longmont sub. I don't know, man. Um, there you go. Where Where are they? Seriously, Did they see like, like, I mean, I don't, don't really see a lot of untagged cars, but maybe I'm just not. I do see a lot of like paper tag cars that are like months yeah. out of date. Yeah. Like the bow was, was due in June and there's like October yet. It's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. How do you lose all of the screws on your back plate? That's on you for not going to get new screws. Guys not having it from people trying to give them excuses. As your license plate's just falling off when you drive down the road. <laughs> ah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently there's cars driving without license plates, and this guy's upset. So that's something. Yeah, we're well, always we here. We had our traffic minute. The only thing I'd say is that the uh, construction continues on Main Street. It is. Still Gosh, up. it's horrendous. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, I avoided it at all costs right now. Yeah, so, hopefully, like we're yeah. like we were talking about last week, people are just trained at this point. But yeah, I can't use my cheat streets either. I can't do a good on Kimbark because right. you know that's blocked off too. Right, so, but eleven yeah. is open yeah. again. I know that's pretty exciting. That to me is exciting. But yeah, Main Street, avoid it. Yeah, sorry, listeners, just avoid Main Street. Now yeah. for your traffic law a minute. Yeah. yeah. Coming up next, bird law. <laughs> we covered water law. What else? Bird and water law. So bird and water law. Oh my gosh! Um, as always, uh, a wonderful time with the the mighty trio here. Thank you, Annie. Thank you, uh, Brady. Um, slash Evan on the screen that I see. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks, Evan. <laughs> As always, we thank Andy Epler for our intro music. Thanks to David Cutter Music. Music you're hearing right now. Um, if you like us, follow us wherever you find your pod content. Um, send us an email. Let us know that you you can go to send to us any secret channel or you can go to the <laughs> listener channel, which is side dish. Don't forget to send gifts. Thank you so much. Thanks, gang. <laughs>